life is so Shelby and Leonard and the rest of the family as they wait. And we just pray that you'd give them your strength and assurance during this time. And we simply ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So I wanted to start tonight, if you have your Bible or you have your phone app or you have your tablet or you have your computer in your back pocket, <clears throat> any of those will do. Matthew 6. Matthew 6, starting in verse 5, reading down to verse 15, where Jesus talks about prayer. And I want you guys to think about this as, as we read these things and learn about these things tonight and how this really applies to us in more ways than one. So starting in verse 5, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Now, it's interesting because Kathy and mine's favorite place is in the bathroom with the door closed, and the dog's outside, and the spouse outside, and, you know, we're able to have a little privacy. Um, then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. And he gives us, he gives us the model prayer to work with. He says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Something to think about. Just to mull it over in your minds a little bit, okay? Before we dive into this. Okay, so on your handouts, you, you have very few fill-ins tonight, but you do have some self-assessments. And I want to take a few minutes to go through some of those as we work our way through this tonight. Um, There's some things that I want you to remember. And um, got to get on the right page here. A lot of forgiveness, um, the work that it entails, involves expectations. And that's what I want to talk about tonight, is, is some expectations. And I want to talk about a couple things we have to do before we forgive. Because what's going to take place is, is next week, God willing, we're going to talk about some barriers to forgiveness. Tonight we're sort of looking at, if you would, what you might call excuses. Um, but many of us have, have been told that we either expect way too much when we try to forgive someone and are we don't deserve the right to expect anything if we forgive someone. So it's, it's probably somewhere really in the middle if you really start thinking about it. No matter how we feel about those expectations, they remain a huge part of the work in actually forgiving someone because there are some expectations. Yes, Ms. Kath. 
Oh no. Well, I will get there. Okay. So the very the very first one then is will happen because you have no screen. I forgot about that. Expectations of what will happen to us when we forgive. What do you guys think will happen if you forgive somebody else? For for you. Let's let's do that one first. You're going to feel better? It lowers your blood pressure. What do you think's gonna what do you, what do you what do you think's gonna happen if you forgive somebody else for them? They may be surprised. Possibly nothing. Possibly nothing. Okay, hang on to those thoughts because we're gonna talk about more expectations in just a second. But there are some expectations about what will happen. And whether they're really perceived this thing is bugging me tonight for some reason I think I got it on wrong oh that's better Yep. get tangled up in that cord um, sometimes we have to remember we need to uh, adjust our expectations and that's not always easy to do if everybody was supposed to behave the way they were supposed to behave, we wouldn't necessarily have to forgive someone or someone would have to forgive us to begin with. But that's not always true. So we have to think about realistic and unrealistic expectations. And you guys are going to have a minute uh, and a couple of minutes an opportunity to look, look at yourselves and, and do a little self-analysis real quick. On, on the back of your page there, well, it's, it's actually on the front of your page, I'm sorry. Um, we're going to take a few minutes and list some things in regard to those expectations. Now, now here's my sidebar instructions for you. You want to jot down the first thoughts that come to mind. Don't think too hard and too heavy about this. It's more important that, that you initially just put down the first thought that pops into your head. Later on, when you go home, you can write down those deeper thoughts, okay? If you believe that you really can't change and forgive someone, you need to write that down in that area. If you believe that your expectation is the same in both areas, you need to put that. If you have decided you're just not going to forgive, period, you need to write that down, all right? You need to sort of put that together in your mind as you look at these. So we're going to look at just the realistic expectations, if you would, for a second. Expectations for myself, and, and I'll give, give you an example. There will be no fighting at the Thanksgiving dinner table. You're not going to start a fight at the Thanksgiving table. And the expectation of others, if, if, if you're talking about this forgiveness situation, the person that's involved here is dad, Right? If we don't fight at the table, maybe dad won't drink so much. Right? My dad was a heavy alcoholic, and he struggled with that for years. Um, but he would often, when he'd get to drinking, and he was, a, he was a happy drinker until he got mad. Okay? So 
as long as he was happy, everything was good. But you don't really want to instigate a fight. So you would bite your tongue and not say things to rock the boat, right? So take just a minute and think about that expectation of yourself and the expectation of others in regard to maintaining a sense of decorum, if you would, and balance right there. Think about that for a second. Just take a couple of minutes. And if you don't really have any expectations, you should write that down too. I'm going to give you about two minutes to do that. Maybe you can write down what you hope to gain, what you hope to lose. Um, is there, is there going to be a change in attitude? Is there going to be a change in feelings? Um, that type of situation. Okay, we're going to do the countdown. Da 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 da. Okay, we're done. Um, in regard to expectations, you know, what do we expect forgiveness can do? A lot of times, when we are offended, after the process, after the actual event happens and the incident takes place we will sometimes blame ourselves for part of the incident that took place. So that often con causes confusion and sometimes self-pity, sometimes some anger and sadness, some excitement or anxiety. So you have to differentiate the, those, those feelings. And that's sort of what this is. The process of forgiveness really involves and this is on your outline this is the next fill in sorting out sorting out those feelings those thoughts those attitudes um, and and determining if they're realistic or unrealistic because you may set some unrealistic standard for somebody that you're trying to forgive and if they can't meet that unrealistic expectation of what you think they should do in order to get forgiveness, you're going to struggle with forgiveness. So you have to identify the difference between the realistic and the unrealistic. Okay? Um, so there's another area, and I got a mistype there. It says realistic expectations. It should say unrealistic. I didn't get that quite right in there. Um, so it's it's... I want you to look more at the unrealistic expectations of yourself and unrealistic expectations of others. You know, what do you view as an unrealistic expectation that other person may have if they're forgiven? 
And you have to keep in mind, it may be like Debbie said, they may not have a clue. So what, kind, what are the unrealistic expectations for yourself and what is the unrealistic expectation for the other person? I just want you to think about that one. Okay. Um, you've got a little bit of a situation on there. We're talking about, and, and I'm calling it the blob. Um, we can call it the purple blob because Kathy has on a purple shirt I see back there. Issues involving forgiveness often come across as just a blob. It's a mess. It's a, it's a bunch of different stuff in your mind. And you can't sort it out. It's just swirling around because it's, it, you can't sort out the problems from the real offense. And you can't sort out the various problems that you think may arise if you, if you expect to be forgiven or you're trying to forgive that other person. So we sometimes blame ourselves, like we said, and we have to be careful. Um, it's very, very important that, that we remember it's not your job to judge or condemn. And it's not the other person's job to judge or condemn. But that often takes place. Because if you've decided not to forgive, you've already made a decision to judge and condemn. Remember what we read just a moment ago from Matthew. We have to be careful. Um, as, you're, as you're taking this home and you're filling this out and you're completing this, I want you to think more deeply about what it is this is a simple assessment of your expectations it has nothing to do with anything else it doesn't necessarily mean that you're expecting too much or too little there's not really a right or wrong answer when it comes to this you're assessing what your mental state of mind is in order to forgive or how you can forgive or even if you're willing to forgive because the, the fact that three people contacted me last week and told me, you know, they thought they'd forgiven somebody and now they're not sure, it, it's, it's important that you, that you confirm that. You have to confirm that in your own mind and you have to affirm it. Uh, affirm it to make sure. So if you have things that have to go in both those categories, again, that's okay. You can, they can be in the realistic and the unrealistic. So what do you really expect? Let's talk about this for a second. You got another area in your sheet there that uh, on the back side that talks about some things that what can you really expect? What feelings come up as you begin to really assess your expectations in terms of the realistic and unrealistic? Is there certain things that are starting to hit trigger points uh, with you? Do you really begin to feel sad? Have you realized that maybe realistically speaking you're not ready to do that yet? Or at least maybe not right away. So you have to, you have to put that in your mind and realize but you also have to analyze why. If it's been six or seven years since you were offended and you're still holding a grudge um, there's some other Bible verses we need to read. 
all right? Did you come to the realization that you deserve to get more out of that relationship or does that relationship not mean anything to you anymore? So you have to start asking yourself those questions. So how realistic your expectations are and how unrealistic they are, we always need to remember one thing about forgiveness, and this is the next fill-in, is grace. Grace is the quantum leap in the healing process. And it's not directly attributed, if you would, to what you have or have not done yet. But grace is the key. By not offering that grace, it's, it's become a stumbling block for you. And it may not be a stumbling block for the other person. And as we delve deeper into this each week, we're going to talk more and more about how it affects you directly and not the other person. Because you're the one giving the forgiveness. They may not know or they may care less. And you have to come to that mental mindset to understand that, to be able to forgive and forgive properly. Okay? So, there's a few things we need to think about before we forgive, too. Um, this realistic, unrealistic mindset, let's think about this for a second. Um, would it be realistic for you to think that if you're going... Um, water skiing in Florida that you should take snow boots and snow skis. That's pretty unrealistic, right? But if you're going to Colorado in the wintertime, you want that gear. So you have to think, how realistic are your expectations for working on forgiveness? That's the key that you really want to focus on. Um, there may, be, there may be timing incidents. Like I said, timing's important, and the time that you do it is important in regard to forgiveness. And it's for you. It's not for the other person, and I can't say that enough throughout this. You'll never, throughout this whole process, be able to discard that possibility of grace because that possibility of grace is the absolute key. Um... Don't discount the possibility of a miracle happening. I've seen it. I've watched it unfold before my eyes. And it's really cool when it happens, but it, it, it's a God thing. That's the only way I can describe it. Okay? So before we forgive, there's a couple of things. Listen, before you eat a good meal or before you sit down at somebody's house as a guest and they put a strange-looking dish in front of you, you want to know what it is before you eat it, right? I mean, it could be monkey brains or something, you know. Before you sign on the dotted line or the bottom line, you want to know what you're signing and why you're signing it. It's the same way with forgiveness. Before we can really forgive somebody, we need to take a closer look at why we're forgiving and what we're forgiving. Now, if you're still in contact with that individual and you're going to tell them that you've forgiven them, their version of the incident and your version of the incident may be completely different. And you may be thinking you're forgiving them for one thing and they're thinking you're forgiving, you f you're forgiving them for something else. So if you're going to do it face-to-face -face or, or even over the phone, you need to clarify 
what's being forgiven. That's important. And we'll get into that later, but you need to remember that. There's no way, no way that you can investigate the opportunity or the choice for forgiveness and the process without getting in touch with those uncomfortable feelings about what happened. And sometimes we don't like to do that because it brings up old memories, it brings up old hurts, and we just don't want to deal with it. But you have to remember what was incapable of making you forgive that person in the first place. So you have to think about the incident and you have to think about why you didn't forgive them. And we're going to talk about that in a great, greater detail in a minute. Forgiveness is not amnesia. Just because you forgive doesn't mean you're going to forget. We talked about, we touched on that just a little bit. We're going to talk on it deeper later on as we get in. It, it, forgiveness is not the bitter pill you're going to swallow just so you can get by. Okay? Um, it's not a cure-all for relationships either. If you think that's going to cure a relationship, uh, y you need to rethink that one. That doesn't mean it's going to fix it. It's not, an, it's not a, an escape plan. It doesn't come across that way either. Work is required to forgive and forgive appropriately and completely. But here's the, here's the truth. If you struggle with forgiveness or you have struggled with forgiveness in particular areas, you're not alone. A majority of people do. Um, let me ask you a question. Where is the evidence that we live in a forgiving world? Do we live in a forgiving world? Yes, no, maybe so. Not really. If you go, if you go to the bookstore or you go online, I, I, should, I should have done this. I should have Googled this before I came. And you type in forgiveness and you look at, at a bookstore, you might find a dozen books on forgiveness, but you'll find a hundred books on anger and revenge. That's the kind of world we live in. So, so the difference is, is, is really making an impact. Think about some of the things we see on TV and we hear on the news anymore. It's, it's all about, I don't want to get off on a weird tangent, it's all about everything being equitable. And listen, God, God didn't make the world where everything and everybody should have equality not when it comes to certain things. He says he's going to separate the wheat from the chaff. And there's a reason for that. There's those that believe and there's those that don't believe. And when it comes down to where the rubber meets the road type thing, uh, I want to be on the right side of the fence. I don't want to be on that wrong side of the fence. Um, forgiveness is not so much uh, an act, a single act, and this is the next fill-in, as it is a way of life. Forgiveness is a way of life. And if you're not willing to live that way of life, there's going to be consistent and ongoing struggles with forgiveness. 
and it may cause it it may cause a cascade effect into other parts of your life. Typically it does. Have you ever had anyone tell you that you're completely crazy or out of your mind for wanting to forgive somebody? No? Nobody? A couple of people? Yeah. They, you'll have family members or really close friends that side with you and I wouldn't forgive them either, man. You know, they're such a pain in the posterior or whatever it might be. But you know what? There's reasons that you want to forgive for yourself, not so much for the other person. And we're going to get deeper and deeper. So there are lots of good reasons to forgive, and there's lots of reasons not to forgive. So can you think of any good reasons not to forgive? Somebody's not sorry for what they did. All right. Okay. It happened a long time ago. Is it always necessary? That brings up another sidebar question. Is it always necessary to let that person know you've forgiven them? No. And that, that's a key point. If they don't remember it, but it's eaten a hole in you, then who needs the forgiveness more? Yeah. And, and like I say, this is, this is going to come back. And there's no nice way to say this, guys, but, but not being forgiving bites us not the other person it may keep you up at night it may have your ulcers up in your throat it may really bother you and they're at home sleeping like a baby you know you need to think about that you need to think about why you choose not to forgive somebody and why you feel incapable of forgiving and why you're confused about the idea that it's a good idea to forgive them. So you, you have a, a place on your paperwork there a little bit to write some down some reasons not to forgive. And uh, I've got just a few on this part, but I'm going to read you a whole bunch at the end, and you, you see how silly some of them sound. I'm afraid that if I forgive them, they will turn around and hurt me again. You ever had that one? Forgiveness is a cop-out. How about I want them to go to their grave knowing that I haven't forgiven them? <laughs> See, you, you have to think about some of these, all right? Um, there's a lot of pressure, there's often a lot of pressure put on us to forgive somebody. But I want you to know something. Even though it comes from well-meaning people, myself included, um, if you're a Christian, then you need to be following God's principles and put those principles into practice in your life. 
I say it all the time. This is just on-the-job training for what we're supposed to be doing when we get ready to go to heaven. And if that's the case, don't you think we should be getting along better here than we are, you know, we do, and we need to get ready to go? That requires us to learn how to forgive. Um, many of those individuals that tell you that you need to forgive and you must forgive this way, they have a set format, they have their own agenda, um, they're just as uninformed about it as you are. They not they not only know not how to forgive, but they don't also know the how and the why to forgive. What we're covering is more of the how and the why. So you guys know. But I also want to remind you that you have to trust your insight. You have to trust God's word. You have to think about why you don't forgive or why you haven't forgiven and what it feels like to forgive that's something we haven't talked about yet. What does it really feel like to forgive somebody in your past? Have any of you thought about that yet? As we talked about this a little bit for the second week? You need to be thinking about that one. What does it feel like? What did it feel like when I forgave this person for that? Because that's what you want to go back to. Um... And I'll believe you if you say you have good reasons not to forgive. And you can't forgive, or you won't forgive. However, I want to remind you again, forgiveness is a choice. If you're still holding that grudge, there's a reason. Okay? Only you can decide when you're ready to, to take off on that process and, and make the choice to forgive somebody. Nobody can force you uh, even though they might try. So, forgiveness is a constant and spontaneous process. A constant and spontaneous process of letting go. And remember, forgiveness is a choice. Forgiveness is a choice. You have to choose to do it. Okay, so here's my list. Here's a list that I made for you guys, okay? I have the absolute right not to forgive. I'm not ready to forgive. Forgiveness is just too much work. Withholding forgiveness is my way of punishing that person. Forgiveness, here's a, here's, a, here's a really interesting one. Forgiveness gets in the way of my denial of what my relationship is really like. In order to forgive, I have to admit that we have problems. And I'm afraid of letting go of those resentments. I am struggling to forgive others because they might see how vulnerable I am. By not forgiving, I continue to feel superior over the other individual and have contempt for that person who hurt me. I like being the righteous one. Forgiveness is a wimpy thing to do. 
When I give, forgive someone, I feel that I am in some way condoning their behavior. Think about that one for a second. And I'm saying that what they did to me is okay. Not forgiving is my way of setting limits on what is acceptable and not acceptable. I equate forgiving with forgetting. And I will never forget what that person done to me. Now, I already addressed that one. I told you, forgiving is not forgetting. Okay? Because it's an ongoing process. It has to be a lifestyle. If it's not a lifestyle and it's not an ongoing process, you're never going to get past the hurt. I will not forgive someone who will not accept responsibility for the wrongdoing they did. I will not forgive because we might have to start talking to each other. Forgiveness messes up my alibis. Like, I would have been a success if I hadn't had such a bad life at home when I was young. He's blaming his parents. I won't forgive because it'll destroy my definition of myself as a victim. I victimize myself not by assuming responsibility for my own life despite the harm they did to me. I don't want to forgive because I'm afraid of moving on to whatever lies beyond my anger and the blame. These are excuses that were really given by other people for not wanting to forgive. Listen, not everybody's really willing to, willing to admit those things, but a lot of those instances, uh, a lot of people really struggle with. So you have to think. Uh, you have to be open, you have to be honest, and you have to make that inventory of you know, your expectations of realistic ones and unrealistic ones in order to face the next chapter, what we're going to look at next week. Because what we're going to look at next week is talking about how to take down those barriers to forgiveness. And that's, that's where the real work for you guys is going to have to begin if you've been struggling with not being able to forgive somebody. You need to take time to look at those lists and, and put those lists together so you can utilize those because you're going you're gonna to need it. Okay? Um, the process you're going to be engaged in over the next two or three weeks, God be willing, is going to take a lot of courage. Especially if you have some unforgiveness in your life. And it's not you that needs to be forgiven. We're going to talk about self-forgiveness near the end. But it's, it's more that you have to release that person from whatever took place in your life. Because once you release them, God is going to be able to release you. It sort of sounds counterintuitive, but that's how it works. Okay? Questions, thoughts about forgiveness tonight? Or about the expectations or about, you know, anything? I think it's real helpful to uh, read and hear stories, true stories, 
for instance, like uh, Corey Tinboom, mm -hmm. she forgave a prison guard, um, and like my wife and I were talking about that, we have no idea how vicious those uh, prison guards were. Yeah. I like Corey Tinboom's story. I think it's neat that she, you know, they had the lice and the rats and all those things, and they 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 treated them like royalty because they kept the guards out of there. Yeah, Nancy. I, I just was going to say what you said. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting what God will send into our lives. And maybe you think, maybe you need to think about something like that for forgiveness, you know. Um, sometimes things happen to us to to make us wiser to make us more tolerant of certain instances. Um, I think we should, and, and I don't want to steal any of my thunder from Sunday, I think we should always be in learning mode. You know, I don't think we ever should stop learning. Anyone else? Questions, thoughts? Yeah, Jack. Well, you you may not. You know, this is this is to help us remember certain things too, so that we always continue to forgive. Um, sometimes somebody can make an offhanded comment or something, and it'll lead to a real quick conflict, and it it may be hurtful, and you may go away. And if you don't resolve it then it's, it's like the match in the forest. You know, you drop the match in the forest and it's either going to do those one or two things. It's going gonna, it's gonna to snuff itself out or it's going to blaze up into a roaring fire. Which would you rather deal with? And which would you rather take care of more immediately? You know, I'd rather make sure the match is out so it doesn't come become a roaring fire. If there's any way to do that and I realize that there's a conflict brewing... You know, I, I want to resolve it if I can. There's sometimes you're not going to be able to. Other thoughts, questions? Nobody? Yep. So you're like the cows, you're just chewing on it and regurgitating I, it. I, I compounded the problem just by grinding my teeth about it. And, and that's one of the things I'm talking about. Sometimes we do that and we don't realize we're doing that. 
until a little spark of something sets it off in us again. And sometimes it can be somebody else doing something similar and we'll forgive that person right away. But then it, we, we thought, you know, so-and-so did that to me. That really tore me off. And then, it, and then we start building on it, like you say. Um, and, and that's what some of this is about, is, is to remind us and to help us really forgive those individuals, whether they're from the long time past or more immediate. Uh, it, it's not always a simple process. But, but, but those little quirks that we have, those little things that get stuck in our mind and, and can agitate us and get it started again. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, go ahead. Joy. Something I learned a long time ago They don't, they don't come on as readily. Um, forgiveness, like I said, it, it's a choice and it's an ongoing process. And sometimes you have to go around that track several times with the same person for the same offense. So don't, don't be disheartened or discouraged if, if it does happen sometimes that way. But you, you, ha- you have to put it in the right perspective. And you have to think about, like we're talking tonight, you have to think about those expectations. Sometimes those expectations, you want that person to come and grovel at your feet. And in reality, you know that's not really going to happen. But what you need to do is you need to think about those unrealistic expectations that you're putting on yourself. Because you really, even though it may be about the other person, you're really putting those unrealistic expectations on yourself to make yourself, you know, think that that should happen. But you know up here, it's really not. Okay? Anything else? All right. Well, we have about 12 minutes or so here. We'll go to prayer. Thank you guys for coming tonight. I hope I'm not boring you too much. Um, like I said, next week's going to be a little, little tougher because we're going to talk about how to remove some of those barriers. And... Uh, Breaking down some of those walls and barriers can be a little touchy-feely sometimes. Okay. Praises or prayer requests? What do we have tonight? Right here. Dara, wait just a second. Let me bring you a mic, okay? Prayers um, for me and my family. My Uncle Bill passed away last Thursday night. He had been suffering for a while. Okay. He had cancer. Okay. And then brain surgery. So. Okay. So who prayed for Tara's Uncle Bill who passed away last week and the family? Pray for the whole family. Verity, thank you. Yeah, you shouldn't be jumping around like that either. Did you see the Yeah. Uh-huh. Heavenly Father, I pray for Tara's family, and as they lost this loved one, um, I pray that you will be with them as they grieve 
um, let them remember the happy times and and uh, just love on each other. These things I pray in your precious holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Any praises? Other prayer requests? I was going to tell, I was telling Kevin, and he asked me to bring it up, um, the other day that he had so much food and uh, um, eggs and and salads. Well, the next day I took him to work, and uh, I although today I had little notes left in my cubicle. <laughs> I, I didn't say it was me, but of course, uh, the purpose that the folks have had set, helped me set up, so also gave me a chance to pass out the uh, vacation Bible school. Oh, pretty good. So, cool. So, get those flyers out there. All right. Anyone else? I heard a couple of phones going off. Do we have an update on Larry? Not yet, Tamla? Okay. All right. We prayed for him at the beginning, but we'll probably pray for him again at the end. Any other praises, prayer requests? I have a praise that we got little Dennis home. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think forgiveness is going to be a part of this <laughs> procedure. Um, but if I don't you know worry too much about my feelings i think we'll be really good all right so i can do the the wound healing and it's just about healed and then we'll have people come in to help with exercise and things so physical therapy yeah, yeah. so pray for me that i will all be right. a nice mother and not demand too much <laughs> all right and well, I know you said he was about starving to death because the food was so bad. Where was that? That's that's what was happening tonight. I was feeding him, and I said, "Hurry up! It's time for me to go." <laughs> so there will be some learning in my on my side of things, also. So just help me to show Christ in everything I do. That's all. All right. We'll pray for joy in Dennis. Father, we just ask you to be with Dennis as he continues to heal. And Lord, I pray for Joy that you will help her to be very gracious and loving to her son, even though I'm sure she's kind of angry with him. But Lord, I just pray that if healing in their relationship needs to happen, yes. that you will help them to do that. And Lord, ultimately, we want Dennis to heal up and, and get back on his feet. And yes. Lord, I pray that you'll help Joy just to show him um, you in the way she handles things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Does Little Bit have something to say over there, Val? Is she, ta is she talking to us? Oh, that's fine. I don't mind that. <laughs> that just reminds me that there's new life in the world. All right. Anyone else? Praises, prayer requests. You guys are off quiet tonight. You're thinking intently. Now, who do I need to forgive? Well, we have a praise. Barbie or Bailey went for her first dental appointment. Oh. I know she's just so little. Um, got an excellent report, and apparently her uh, problems is she's getting four molars in. Oh, all at so, the same time? Uh, they're, they're starting to crown all together so uh yeah they uh they yeah dentist went 
Barbie said, yeah, she did really good for a baby. And I'm going, uh-huh. <laughs> Just don't let them cap and don't let them do any strange stuff to these baby teeth there you she go. has because they won't be staying long. That's right. That's right. Bless her heart. All right. Anyone else? All right. Well, let me go ahead and pray for Larry one more time, and then we'll have a closing song. Pray for the Boswells. Father, we just lift Larry up to you one more time tonight. We pray that you would be with Shelby and as as she waits, and, and Kat and Leonard. Father, we know that uh, waiting is a hard part. But, uh, Lord, just like we prayed earlier, we pray that you would place your healing hand upon him. Give him the strength. Give those doctors and nurses and surgeons whatever, whatever's going to take place, Lord. If it's if it's a heart issue, um, we pray that his cardiologist would be able to come in and identify the issue quickly, and it would be able to be resolved. And Father, we just uh, pray for the family that you give them comfort and assurance during this time. And uh, Lord, I pray for each individual here. I pray for the the uh, study that we're doing what we're talking about in regard to forgiveness I think it's very very important that we understand what it is and 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 that we really do need to do it in our lives to free us not necessarily to free the other individual but to free us your word tells us you offer us freedom and hope and we want that freedom and we want that hope but we when we hang on to those grudges and we hang on to the to the anger and frustration of, of being wronged or even if it's just a perception of being wrong sometime that'll that'll cause the consternation within our mind and our body and our soul and our spirit and it and it and it agitates us Lord to the point where we can't move on and those things uh, come back to mind and it, and it just is a is an ongoing irritation in our life and Father, I pray that you would help each one of us learn how to forgive and why to forgive and remember that it's more about uh, us moving on than it is for the other person to move on. And uh, as we look at how to do that and why to do that, I pray that you would bless each one of these individuals that are listening online or coming here in person to learn um, what it takes from a biblical standpoint to be able to do that in a way that brings honor and glory to you and relief to us. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Dennis? I don't know if this is... Oh, I guess it is on. Uh, thank you very much, Brother Warren. Uh, we're going to... be. Uh, sing a very short song awesome god 44 and um, uh, i was going to say something but i'll say it later <laughs> all right God, he reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. 
Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Let's bow for prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for this uh, special evening. Lord, we thank you so much for this uh, series on forgiveness. Um, Lord, help us to take it to heart. Uh, Lord, help us to realize that uh, uh, each time that we forgive, something uh, actually miraculous happens in our heart. And Lord, we know that uh, this is necessary for us to be become more like you. Lord, help us to remember those that are uh, traveling uh, or will be traveling, Paul and... Um, Let's see, Lee Gillis, and um, let's see, there was someone else. Oh, uh, Bill and uh, Anna Gates, and whoever else is traveling, Lord, we ask you to be with them and bring them back safely. And Lord, ask you to be with us as we travel and we look forward to our return. And uh, Lord, thank you for just being so good to us, and thank you for being an awesome God. And Lord, we especially ask you to be with um, our pastor and others uh, in their various healing processes. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Life is all right.